Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Big, big day in politics. Finally, it's arrived. The New Hampshire primary, it's underway. Do you get out if you lose today? No, I don't get out if I lose today. I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, I changed my vote this morning. I went, instead of voting for Haley, I voted for uh, Donald Trump this You changed morning. your vote this morning. Yeah, Why? Sure I think the election, the primary's over. Bye-bye. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. So if you go back really not, not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we own the news. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news, and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. They know how to change the way the public thinks of me. I'll buy every media outlet in town. Bring me a checkbook and a mother mole. President Biden's name is not even on the ballot. Well, I'm kind of angry about it. And some people have said, why should we write his name in when he won't even give us the time of day? Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Congressman Dean Phillips' ad actually says, why should you write his name in when he's written you off, meaning Biden? And, you know, one of the texters raised an interesting point. Remember the uh, the DNC wrote the letter to the New Hampshire Democrat Party and said that the, the, this, this uh, primary is meaningless? And I think by meaningless, they meant in a legal, uh, legal way because – it's it's not going to be counted, so they they made it they made it in their own terms meaningless quote unquote, and then they send in all these surrogates and they've spent they've spent a lot of dough and they've sent in all these people. Mara Healy's the governor of Massachusetts been up there at least two days. Uh, did Michelle Wu ever go up there? And did they let whites in to, <laughs> to the to the uh, events that she she hosted or attended? We don't we don't know anything. <laughs> But, but I, I think the, I think the texter's right that these these results don't matter anything on the Democrat side because they said they said they are meaningless, and then the attorney general wrote back and said, "Hey, you call these results meaningless? You're engaging in voter suppression. Cease and desist." And and they did cease and desist. But I mean, this this is a, a microcosm of the Biden administration. You know, they're confused on an international level. They're confused on a uh, on an economic level, and they're confused on the state of New Hampshire Democrat primary level. Do they are they in or are they out? All right, time now. We're going to keep talking about this as we go through the uh, afternoon. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I think we're going to replay the uh, Trump interview. Uh, that I had with him at around 6.30 tonight. And uh, we're, we're putting uh, pieces of it up uh, on uh, on Twitter and on other social media. So you can check it out. I thought it, it was, it turned out pretty good, I think. It was it was interesting. You got till, uh, till at least 7 o'clock tonight to vote, maybe later, but at least 7 o'clock tonight to vote in New Hampshire. Please get out and vote. And it looks like this, the turnout has been pretty good all the way around. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. A guy in Manchester says uh, Ward two turnout has been strong, strong and steady at just over two hundred votes an hour. About two thirds appear to be people voting GOP. I was voter eight sixty nine at ten twenty a.m. My wife was ten was uh, 
1226 at noon. Expect Haley to do well in the more fluent suburbs that voted for Sununu and Biden in 2020. Expect Trump to romp in the working class areas of the state that went for him in 2020. This guy, think, his name is Rich. He says he thinks Trump will win by 20 points. All right, let's uh, do the chump line, the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Car Show. Dear Magic 8-Ball, if Brandon was told he had to write his own name on the ballot, would he remember to do so? <laughs> Magic 8-Ball. Let's check it out. Unclear. Kind of like Brandon's speech. This is Casey Kasem. This next song goes out to a very special bird brain governor. Vicky's campaign is numbered. We know she's deep state owned. She's using it to get a better multi million dollar home. Nikki, don't lose that number of the Boeing Board of Directors or the Lockheed Board of Directors. Today's Chump Line is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For January only, when you book a procedure, DiStefano Hair Restoration will take $500 off your hair restoration. Go to hairman.com and type Howie Special in the message field when you submit a request for your consultation. That's hairman.com. Hairman.com. Wait until the Democrats who write in Joe Biden in the primary find out they've also signed up to house illegal aliens. <laughs> now that would have been the ultimate dirty trick. Forget about that uh, that deep fake A1 robocall yesterday. People said if you vote for if you write in Joe Biden, you will be automatically entered to get uh, three either. MS-13 gangbangers or uh, four Hamas terrorists. <clears throat> I asked the smartest man I know why the FBI was talking about pipe bombs on January 6th. And he explained to me it was really a pipe and a bomb that I left at the DNC. Thomas Massey, the congressman from Kentucky, has uh, has got a there's a really good story about him uh, talking about this uh, these these pipe bombs and about how he he like like Tucker and like the guys from Revolver News he thinks there's just a uh, this is a deep state conspiracy and that they uh, they they set this whole thing up and that if they were real pipe bombs they would have been a lot more excited when they were quote unquote discovered. On the in the afternoon, rather than just kind of like wandering around like they were at a at a, a paid detail in Massachusetts on a hot summer afternoon. Howie, is that credit card charge to Hunter's Hooker a billable event and taxable, or is that a loan? <laughs> well, that was a very interesting part of the story about uh, his sugar bro who gave him the five million dollars. 
he he uh, he he figured it out. I don't I don't think he originally had thought much about it when he just because he's got so much money he just was going to write this guy a check so he could get invited to the White House and God only knows what else other kind of favors he was going to get. And then he thought about it and he said, "Wait a second, if I write him, if it's a gift, he has to pay." taxes on it anything over i don't know ten thousand fifteen thousand bucks you got to pay taxes and so he said i'm going to make it a loan because that way hunter can just stiff him again because that's that's hunter's mo that's the biden family mo come to think of it i mean look at the was it jim ran the disco in wilmington in the 70s discos were were better than gold mines in the 70s look at disco fever and all those movies jim biden went belly up with a disco. President Biden went to a stronghold of his New Hampshire campaign, a conquered nursing home, not glad-handing, but glad-smelling every sentient guest who would let him into their room. I think he prefers sniffing the younger generation. But how did he get those people out of the nursing homes? Did they have ambulances delivering them to all the precincts all across the Granite State? Were there any, was there anybody under the age of 70 holding a, holding, is there anybody? Because the polls are open for another couple of hours. Is there any, it's getting dark. They're going to be, they're going to miss the early bird special. Once again, the rhinos rear their ugly head as they refuse to protect our precious homestead. They use the art of distort to get on the court and let us know early on that we were misled. Yeah, not a uh, proud moment for uh, John Roberts or Amy Coney Barrett, or for that matter, for the uh, the three libs. They, you know, you notice the Democrats never break ranks; they never vote against the party line, never, ever. Meanwhile, at the Red Arrow Diner, excuse me, what's this? This is the tank a truck of mayonnaise you ordered for some victory party. Nobody suspended his campaign. I'm not done yet. Where is Chris this evening? Is, you know, if he, if he had given up in New Hampshire and just moved on somewhere else, he could be at one of those all-you-can-eat uh, country buffets that they have down south. But he's out of the mix now, totally. Is he working? Is, is he in a green room somewhere? With a uh, with a plate of uh, a, a plate of crudite. No, he's not a crudite type of guy. He's a he's a uh, what do you call the what do you call the meat uh, the the meat dishes, Taylor? Charcuterie Char- boards. Charcuterie board. That's what he would be at. Yeah, that's what he has. If someone wants to write in Biden in New Hampshire today, can't they just put a I did that sticker on the ballot? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's a good idea. Everybody would know who it was. A sign-up sheet to house illegal aliens. You'll get more people for the Patriot season tickets. A lot more. A lot more. That's the thing. I mean, again, they made the plea in Massachusetts in August. It's now January, and I have not seen a single story. I don't think a single moon bat not a single trust funder comrade blow-in drifter has taken up the governor and the lieutenant governor on their 
plea to house a few foreign freeloaders from the third world. Kirby needs to understand the significance of even one traumatic brain injury. All he has to do is look at his boss. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, I think it was Robert Spencer today on Town Hall or one of those websites said, you know, he couldn't, uh, he thought that, you know, all of uh, Biden's lies, he was adhered to everything he said. But he said when, uh, when, when Biden and Kirby were talking about how it's not, it's not a big deal that there are very, very few people, quote unquote, uh, who have the traumatic head injuries, it's brain injuries, it's not a problem. By the way, one of the uh, SEALs, one of the Navy SEALs who uh, was, was drowned apparently in the Red Sea last week is from Westfield, Massachusetts, and uh, his name is Chambers. And apparently uh, he he was not he was not washed uh, washed overboard. He dove in to try to uh, help his uh, fellow Navy SEAL, and he he died, a, a real hero. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr. You chump. That's it for the Chump Line today. The Chump Line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Car Show. You can call and leave a message at any hour between 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern Time every weekday. The Chump Line number, if you'd like to leave such a message, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the Chump Line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you didn't hear your message or you just like to hear a second brand new chump line every evening, we have one. It's called Chop Chumps. You can get it around 7 p.m. every weeknight Eastern time. Chop Chumps is the messages that we didn't have room for just now. We, and uh, you can find Chop Chumps, the second chump line of the day, wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcast. Today's chump line is brought to you by Stefano Hair Restoration. For January only, when you book a procedure, DiStefano Hair Restoration will take $500 off your hair restoration. Go to hairman.com and type Howie Special into the message field when you submit a request for your consultation. That's hairman.com. A sign-up sheet to house illegal aliens. You'll get more people for the Patriot season tickets. Yes, probably about the same number you'll get for the latest round of booster shots for COVID-19. I'm Howie Carr. Leave a message for the big guy. Call the chump line. 844-500-4242. Press 2 and leave your message. Then listen every weekday at 5 to catch the best messages of the day. One of them may be yours. Howie Carr is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Colette Tours and the November 16th listener getaway to Iceland with Caroline Levitt. For more information, go to HowieCarrShow.com and click on the listener getaway banner. Taylor, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarrShow.com, is... How soon will Nikki Haley drop out of the race? Tonight, during her concession speech, by the end of the week, she'll last until South Carolina, or never she's going to win New Hampshire. By the end of the week. 
Uh, 18% say by the end of the week. 12% say tonight. 6% say never. She'll win New Hampshire. 64% say she'll last until South Carolina. Okay. So today, uh, Biden, who was who was not in New Hampshire, unlike, uh, unlike Donald J. Trump, unlike Nikki Haley, unlike Dean Phillips, probably Marianne Williamson's up there too with her crystal ball. He was in a place called Manassas, Virginia. That's where they fought the battles of Bull Run during the Civil War. I was on Newsmax earlier today on the regular on the on the uh, with John Backman, and I, I almost said there's going to be more bull at Bull Run this afternoon. But apparently, most of the bull was from the Hamas protesters. This was in a, uh, a pro-abortion uh, another rally. That's their uh, that's their their go-to now abortion on demand, but uh, it was stopped. It, it, it was stopped by uh, hecklers and protesters, and they were out of control. How bad was it, Taylor? Fifteen times Joe Biden was interrupted by pro-Hamas protesters, terrorist sympathizers. Wow. So one, of them, have... one of them came up with a new nickname for him, Genocide Joe. Genocide Joe. Were they chanting four more beers or four more years? Four more years, but at the beginning, I'll play it again as Genocide Joe. Okay. It's funny, they're upset about genocide, but uh, they're all there at a rally to promote the killing of babies. <laughs> right. And somehow somehow genocide in the Ukrainian-Russian uh, war doesn't concern them at all. That's been that's been going on, and they uh, they had the Ukrainian flags in their uh, in their front yards next to hate has no home here but there's so much more from this we'll get to after the break we'll get to it when we come back and we'll take your calls we got a lot of people waiting to talk about new hampshire i'm howie carr live from the matthews brothers studios so the comrades pro-nazi pro-hamas pro-genocide anti-Semitic Democrats are turning on their fellow Democrats. This is called Democrat on Democrat protest, if not Democrat on Democrat crime, that was going on today in uh, Manassas, Virginia. So what else have we got here, Taylor, before we go back to the phones? So he introduced uh, himself. He he got up to the podium and greeted the, the audience in Virginia thusly. Hello, Virginia. And the real governor, Terry McAuliffe. The real governor? Did he say McAuliffe or McCall? He said McAuliffe. Okay, McAuliffe. Okay, he's an election denier then. When is he going to be? Did he say find the fraud? You'll be a national hero? That's what I was asking uh, President Trump about, that fake Washington Post story that made up all those quotes. And then they blamed it on a quote-unquote source from the uh, Georgia Secretary of State's office. So he said he's the, he didn't, you know, McAuliffe wasn't close. I mean, that wasn't one of these cliffhanger elections uh, where they had to count for two or three days. Glenn Youngkin won that thing going away, despite all the dirty tricks that uh, the Lincoln Project and others tried to play on him. So that's what he said. Terry McAuliffe is the real governor. Okay, 
Well, that's great. It's and it's you know, it's like Trump was also saying in that interview too. They 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 went after his people because he was he he was putting out alternate slates of electors. How is that any different from what Democrats do? And what about 2016? I couldn't remember while I was interviewing to him, but they called them faithless electors. They tried to get the Trump people who were, you know, they always pick as the electors, the people who go to the Electoral College. Those are the most solid Republicans in a state. So they can't be swayed by, uh, you know, some threats or, uh, or blandishments, as they say. They, uh, they, but they, they always try to, to sway them to change their votes. And it's no, it's no different in any election. And as he said, this goes back to the days of uh, Thomas Jefferson in, in 1800. That's how far back it goes. But now, now, uh, now Joe Biden is talking. Uh, is Joe, Joe Biden is trying to destroy democracy, I would say, Taylor, wouldn't you? It sounds like it to me, absolutely. I think these, these people don't believe in democracy. They want to become. They want to become autocratic. They they want to. Uh, they want to do away with our democracy. Okay, let's hear some more. So this is him getting interrupted for the fifth time by the pro-Hamas, pro-Nazi terrorist sympathizers. Our incest is Donald Trump. The reason women are being forced to travel out of state. This is going to go on for a while. They got this plan. They got this plan. <laughs> kind of like you the indicted women are being forced to- Donald Trump down in Georgia after, uh, you know, meeting with the, uh, with the, the uh, special prosecutor who's touching everything but the third rail and living high off the hog of the taxpayers. They so got this planned. Here he is being interrupted yet again. Look, please don't jump. Folks, the extreme laws passed by Dobbs have no place in the United States of America. Please don't jump. Are, are there any high rises or platforms that they were uh, that the Nazis were protesting from? Yeah, Taylor? I think they were up in the in the balcony section. Uh, some of them. Okay, please but don't jump. This is him, I guess, wrapping up his speech with some sage words. We'll teach. Donald Trump, an, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> what did he say? We'll teach Donald Trump an, a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> Can we quote you on that, Mr. President? Don't mess with <laughs> And did you say you had some you had some sound of one of the security people talking into an open uh, yeah, mic? Yeah, it's not clear who this is. It could be a, a staffer um, speaking into a hot mic, much like Chris Christie did a couple of weeks ago. Um, but this is that staffer commenting apparently on the number of times Joe Biden was interrupted by protesters. Well, that was interesting. But I guess that's the way it's going to be. That's going to happen constantly. Yep. They're going to have to have a lot more security laid out around the place. Oh, yeah. They learned today. A lot more security. Learn that today.
You know, that was unfortunate for Joe Biden to get a heckle like that. That's the bad news. The good news is, 10 minutes later, he didn't remember anything. We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. <laughs> True international effort to pressure. <laughs> you tell him, Joe. Victor, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Victor. Hey, Howie, love the show, man. It sounded like uh, Biden was channeling Senator Ted Kennedy there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, drove, I drove from Newport up to Portsmouth today, had lunch with my son, and we went over so he could vote. And I'm out in the parking lot, and there's Granny with the, the Biden you know, paraphernalia. Yeah. So I kind of like slide up to her, and I go, you know what? I said, I wonder why he's not doing better here. In fact, I think he's not on the ballot because he thinks there's too many white people up here. And she, <laughs> her eyes, her eyes got, got bulging like she had seen a ghost. And then I go over to my Jeep and I take out my Trump sign. And she she turned from Granny to Darth Vader. I mean, instantly. So I hung around there for a little bit. Then I went to uh, Route 108, which is a very busy, busy road up there. And I'm out there with my two Trump signs, one in each hand, and the working people going by, they're honking, men and women, give me thumbs up and whatever, but the occasional lady would give me the thumbs down, and then finally, the trophy that I was looking for, the lady giving me the one-finger salute. I think she was saying Trump was number one, Howie. Not sure, but it was great to How be old there. was she? How old was the woman who gave you the one-finger salute? She was, like, um, in her 20s, I think. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm wow. no, you know, could be my vision, too. It's, sure. It sounds, you know, it sounds to me the descriptions of, of all these old ladies at, at the, you know, holding the Biden write-in signs, they all, they all kind of remind me of Elizabeth Warren, you know, the no-nonsense shoes and the, uh, the, 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 the glasses and just the the hair pulled back and just the nasty dispositions. Howie, I can tell you, they do feel abandoned with Biden not being on the ballot. They know they've been thrown under the bus. And I'm talking about the sensible Democrats up there, and they don't like it. And I think people are going to be very surprised with how well President Trump does tonight. And uh, I'm telling you, I am so thrilled because any any more years of Biden, what we just saw in that speech is enough just just to sink America. Thanks for your show, Howie. Thanks for the call, Victor. 844-500-4242. Officer Mark, he's a New Hampshire voter from New Durham. Right, Officer Mark? That's right. Did you get my report from uh, uh, the polls this morning? I did uh, email it to you after yes. a time. Yes. Yeah, so that woman that was standing there, unlike the last caller, this one was not very animated at all. She, uh, at first I thought it was like a plywood cutout because she was standing there motionless, not saying anything, not moving at all, with the big sign that had a big QR code on it that you could scan with your phone if you wanted to get the instructions on how to write Biden in. So I went in and voted. Uh, they actually now scan your barcode on your license after when right. you present it. They hand you, uh, they confirm verbally, and as you announce yourself, you 
who you are, where you live in town, and then it prints out a receipt at, uh, between the two people that are checking you in, and it shows you you requested a Republican ballot, and then you hand it to the next person, and you get a Republican ballot. So there's a check and balance where they've scanned in your the back of your license, which I thought was great. It's, it's, it is. It's, I, I agree. I mean, it's, uh, you, yeah. you know, usually, you know, you grow up, uh, you know, you want to get a beer, and you, you know, you're 20 years old, and you try to sneak the license by. But this is like the opposite of that, isn't it? You're happy to give them your license. Oh, absolutely. And it was it was seamless. They had a uh, a town. The town presented a uh, just a quick tutorial last week. If you wanted to attend, you could you know so people weren't confused. But it was moderated. Got you right in, and it was busy. I mean, we had a I think at the vote count back then was four nineteen. That was before noon time in my town. And uh, the ballot of Trump was, I don't, I didn't know what the order was. It wasn't alphabetical. It almost seemed like they rolled the dice. And uh, Trump was about in the middle of the ballot. But uh, I read it three times just to make sure that I was putting it into the uh, the proper uh, All-American column. So, uh, but then uh, you put, you put the uh, ballot in and I was back outside. The woman was still there. Later in the day, I did return. Just I had to go by there to get home. She was gone. Nobody was uh, took the second shift. And uh, the polling place was still, this was right before dark, and still active. And uh, I don't know, maybe they're just moving this woman from town to town, maybe. But th- this get this is elder abuse. Ma- maybe the maybe very, yeah, you know what it is, elder abuse. abuse. You know, maybe maybe she yeah. suffers from sundowning like Joe. You know, you notice yeah. Joe doesn't make too many primetime television addresses. There's a reason for that, right. Officer Mark. Well, well, maybe it was swing shift. They were changing. I don't know. So that's my report, Ari. Thank you, Officer Mark. I appreciate it. I'm glad you uh, voted for Trump. Dan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Howie, you would think after decades of listening to you, I would learn not to drink or eat anything while you're talking because, God, I spit more coffee listening to your show. You're too funny. When you were talking before about the old people holding the signs, yeah. My God, I'd give my left kneecap to see one of them holding it upside down. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, this is the ultimate in identity politics going on up there. I mean, Joe's going to get the dementia vote. He's going to get the incontinent vote. He probably promised free Viagra. That's how he's getting them out there. <laughs> Nikki's getting the delusional girl vote, you know, and the fake voter vote she's going to get, you know. I mean, she she could be Nikki the Riveter. Did you say she got a uh, she was uh, gonna be working with one of those airlines, Boeing or? Yeah, I think she, I think I actually didn't uh, didn't DeSantis say that she's already been on the Boeing board? I haven't done I much know, research so, into yeah. her corporate uh, corporate background. You know, all of these uh, all of these Rhino Republicans. I mean, look at the you know Paul Ryan, Kelly Ayotte, who I'm now totally in favor of her becoming governor over the mayor of Manchester because she's a Republican. But, uh, you know, they all they all get these uh, big sinecures on the, uh, you know, the, the Democrats get on big tech and the Republicans get on uh, airlines and that kind of air, airline manufacturers, that kind of uh, board. But they all they all do very well. She could fix those breakaway doors. On the Boeing thing, and she could do like a Nikki the Riveter thing. She yeah, just put, make sure the bolts are in there. Maybe not. <laughs> forget the fixing the doors. Just make sure the bolts are on the wing. That would be a, that would be a good start right there. It'd be a good start, definitely. Thanks, Howie. Thanks, thanks for the call, Dan. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. And don't forget. <laughs> 
True international depression. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. He's Howie Carr. Taylor's right. I mean, they're chanting Genocide Joe at an event where Joe Biden, devout Catholic that he is, is endorsing genocide. Democrat on Democrat crime. And by the way, do you know how much Governor Terry McAuliffe lost the election to Yunkin by 64,000 votes. 64,000 votes. That's not a landslide in a state as big as Virginia, but it's more, it's a higher margin than Brian Kemp beat Stacey Abrams the first time in Georgia. He, he won by, I think, 50,000 votes, 64,000 votes, and, uh, and, and Brandon is an election denier, 844-500-4242-603. In Epping, New Hampshire, just saw older guy on Route 125 holding sign. One side was MAGA, other side FJB. A lot of cars were beeping and waving to him in support, even the truck drivers going by. Tony, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tony. Hey, Howie, how are you? Great job, Good. as always, that you do. Thank I you. I said, how does it feel for a sitting president to uh, have a brain of meatballs? And as an American Italian, I actually, uh, that's actually an insult to meatballs. Uh, it meatballs is. Meatballs do great things. They do. I agree. <laughs> Wedding soup, spaghetti and meatballs, meatball sandwiches, Swedish meatballs. Meatball I mean, subs. Guy, yeah, meatball subs, absolutely. But what a disgrace to our country, that this poor guy, what he's done in the last three years. And hopefully, uh, after tonight's win, uh, Haley will gracefully bow out and uh, the Trump train will start again. And hopefully he will take us into four more years of uh, getting this country back to where it needs to be. I hope so. I I hope, uh, you know, Dean Phillips, uh, you know, I don't really care about him one way or the other, but I'm rooting for him big time tonight on the Democrat side. I hope he he embarrasses the hell out of uh, of election denier Joe Biden. Thanks for the call, Tony. Matt, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Kevin. How are you? Hey, always good to hear from Officer Mark, taking a break from watching the food court to uh, give us a man on the street. <laughs> so always appreciate it for that. Hey, listen, Howie, that last clip Stop of it. Joe. Uh, yeah, that Go last ahead. clip of Joe, he sounds like Gabby Hayes from Blazing Saddles. <laughs> the only difference between him and Gabby Hayes is uh, he, did, he shaved this morning, unlike or someone shaved them, I should say, unlike Gabby Hayes. No doubt. I mean, Howie, the whole thing is on the demographic trend in the whole Northeast. And, and why why there's even consideration to vote Democrat. Um, Howie, who's going to be left to pay for all their uh, gener- the generosity we give them when all the taxpayers are leaving? 1,100 people uh, a month are leaving Massachusetts, all taxpayers, as you talked uh, about. I, I understand. So, 11, uh, correction, Matt, 1,100 a week. 1,100 okay. a week. That's even worse, right? Yeah. All taxpayers leaving. So, you know, these people with their six, $700,000 colonials that were, let's face it, they were three, four, five hundred thousand just a short five, six years ago. 
Um, those values are going down. It's going to snowball, and it's not going to stop. And these people, they'll panic. There'll be no taxpayers left. But I know the, 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 uh, the, 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 the tax of receipts, the projected tax receipts in Massachusetts have gone down seven months in a row. And, you know, the first few months they said, ah, oh, this is just an aberration. You know, it'll it'll come back. It's just it's up and down, up and down. They don't, they don't realize that people with money are getting out of this. Not just people with money, people who work for a living. They don't they don't want to get taxed back to the Stone Age for all these uh foreign freeloaders that are sleeping in Terminal E at Logan Airport forever. I'm Howie Carr.